Warning. Broadcast from Undisclosed Holler in the Appalachian Mountains in Northeast Alabama. They're not hillbillies, they're just billies from the hills. This is the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. Welcome back to the Alabama Sports Podcast. Be sure to like and follow us on social media, and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. Hey, we got an awesome show for you today. Today we talked with Misty Grissom of Winston County and about her blood tracking dog, Copper. If you think this is going to be a boring episode, you got another thing coming. This woman runs, yes runs, up and down the mountains in the Bankhead National Forest right behind Copper, and oftentimes leaving the hunter far behind to find the wounded animals. This lady has been in magazines and had requests to travel to other states to help locate wounded deer. She's a true conservationist, outdoorsman, and advocate for the hunting in this state. And for that, we salute you, Misty. I seen you on uh, Facebook the other day, and there's not a whole lot of women that are in the blood tracking, you know, for, you know, with the dogs and for deer and no. all. So how, how in the world did you get in it? Well, my husband lost a pretty good deer about five years ago, mm-hmm. and um, we couldn't we we couldn't get a tracker out there. And I've always loved the dogs, and I've always been a big animal person. And I thought, you know. If I could make them dogs, if I could do that and work, I love the deer hunting. If right. I could put all that together, you know, and keep the animal from suffering, finding people's trophies that would never be found if it wasn't for our dogs. And then, and uh, you know, and uh, the reward of working with the dogs as well, I thought, you know, that would just be awesome. So right. um, a buddy of ours had Copper and my main dog mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other dogs down there that they used to run deer with. And my husband come in, he's like, Hey, we're going to go down here and get these dogs today. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want no dogs. He said, yeah. I said, he said, I think this one will make you a blood tracking dog. <laughs> well, initially when we got the dogs, I didn't even like copper. He was annoying. And he was just like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. He was just, he was like a spoiled child. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, then, I, I had him that first year and didn't even track with him because I just couldn't make myself bond with him. Well, finally, I, we finally bonded, and, and then it, it started from there, and it's been I've, – I've never been on a track without copper. And and trust me, we've had some, some hurdles to get over with me being a female. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people be like, uh, the first year before we actually build our reputation, people would call, and when they realized it was just – it, that I was a female and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They was like, oh, well, you know, we'll call you back. And I'm like, here, talk to my husband. I mean, I had to pass the phone to him numerous times. Right. Because they, you know, especially some of the hunters that, you know, just are really, you know, against women hunting and stuff in general, too. You know, they're like, oh, no, I ain't hunting a woman come here track my dogs, my deer. She don't know what she's doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it was it was a lot of hurdles to get through. I mean, honestly. Well, um, how how did that really? How how did this? Let's say how do I word this question? How did that? When you send that that hurdle, when you when you would hand the phone to your husband, um, and then I, I guess they would make you know plans to come out with copper. 
So, right. so when you would go out with him, and, and would you work the dog? And how, how oh, did yeah. how did you break that ice with these these hunters and show that look, I'm the one that's got the dog. This is my dog. I'm I, the one. I mean, how did that work? I've actually, I, I mean, I've actually had hunters call me back after tracks, like weeks later, mm-hmm. and apologize because they um, they had already determined that maybe in a female and and all that I you know that that was not going to find that deer or you know or especially if it's one we didn't find and it showed back up on camera a week later two weeks later or something right and then they'd call and be like hey you know he's back and i owe you a big apology right <laughs> because right. you know you know I, and i'm a smaller girl on top of that and you know when when you get out of the truck with them big hounds they're like Oh, this ain't looking good, you know. I mean, you can tell by the look in their eyes <laughs> until until we until we built that reputation. And you know, uh, my husband—he's never—he took copper on one track of it on his of his by himself, mm-hmm. and uh, he's never took him. You know, I always handle the dogs. Um, he he actually he'll stay up there to the truck catching his pull the truck around or you know. Um, and I, I have very few hunters that hang with me till the end of the track because really? I walk every step. I walk every step copper takes. Okay. Um, when he, you know, if he goes five miles, I'm going five miles with him. Right. I mean, I've been on ledges. I've been in rivers. I've been in, I mean, you name it. But if that dog goes, I go. Well, you really and, love copper now then, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there, we have very few hunters that end up with us at the end of the track. Wow. That's awesome. Very few. Well, uh, what kind of dog is Copper? Copper's a red bone. Okay. And then um, Sue, which is my the one I've, I've been tracking with her two years, and I've actually started raising them their plots, um, uh, plot hounds, the American plot hound. Right. Um, she's she's Copper's sidekick now, so I always I always run two dogs. I use um, Copper's. He's older. He's eight, mm-hmm. and he's the main. Um, when he opens his mouth, you know it's legit. Right. Um, so, and and not that I, I guess I trust him so much more. I've never been on the track without him. Like I said, I've never left home without Copper. Right. Well, let um, me ask you this: uh, you you being a woman, and all, how did you train Copper to do this? Copper was they actually used him as a deer for a deer running dog mm-hmm. down. Um, what? Uh, I forget where he come from. Down down South Alabama. Right. But the guy said that when um, when they would wound one, he was just always like he would want to stick, you know, when they was when they was hunting them, you know, he would always go to that to the wounded one. Right. Okay. Well, he never really was initially trained. They did track some deer with him, mm-hmm. but um, we, I mean, I've got a lot of hours in the woods behind Copper and a lot of off season training with him. We we primarily work off the interdigital gland, mm-hmm. um, which is. They have the deer has seven glands, and right. when they are wounded, that pheromone is so much stronger. And so when I go in there and I put him in on that track, um, we have a lot of bow hunters that will call us and say, you know, I think I hit him. I can't find my arrow, but he took off like I hit him. But I'm not positive. Um, I'll take copper out there, put him in the location where the deer was standing. He'll mosey around there 10, 15 minutes. If it's a go, he'll he'll locate. He'll kind of make like a long ball, mm-hmm. and then he'll take off. But if he comes back and sits down in front of me, then that deer was not wounded. He was not hit. He so, was sit. Right. So explain that 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 gland 
to, to all the listeners? They they have a uh, deer have um, they have on their feet is what we mainly train off of. Okay, mm-hmm. they they put off a waxy substance. Um, every deer puts that scent off. That's how deer find deer. Mm-hmm. But when they are hit and wounded, they put that off stronger. And it, it it'll I mean it's naked to the naked eye you cannot see it. Right. But a dog can smell it i mean it's like real strong strong copper it's nothing for him to find one 48 hours old or older wow because that strong that scent is that strong to him so they're but, not um, they're they're not they're not on the blood trail they're not on a gut shot trail they're on that glands mm-hmm. that they're gland on trail that gland. Mm-hmm. okay yep wow. yep i get i get most of my calls and matter of fact we got one um well i don't know if i'll go do it tonight or in the morning um but the girls jumped him five times and they've done run him three quarters of a mile, which I'm pretty sure that's a gut shot. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, we, we get a lot of, which I mean, 99% of the time the hunters are going to call you when they run out of blood or they don't have blood. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I train mine. I don't use any blood on training till later, a lot later in their training because blood, blood is just a bonus to them. Right. I, I keep, you know, like when we track a deer for somebody, I'll have them that hunter cut the legs off, and I take them with me, mm-hmm. put them in the freezer, and then um, when the off season or whenever you know we're training, when then we'll use those deer legs, thaw them out, and use tracking shoes and track through the woods with those, and train them off the that scent. Do you do you uh, train for other people too? You know, if, like uh, for instance, me, if I had a little dog, say, so, hey, could you train this dog? Could you do that, or do you do that? I do, I do right. some, yeah. I mean, I I've got two there actually training right now. That's off of they're off of my dogs, but uh, they was sold to customers, and um, they they were you know they're back for training right now. I've actually got to track actually three three already with the one pup this year, so he's he's coming forward. In a, in a high rate of speed i kind of regret selling him i'm like you know copper's getting older and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd yep. keep them all though if i could i heard that <laughs> it, it's a very i mean i love i love hunting but i'm i'm a very active person mm-hmm. and therefore going out and doing this it's like i've, I've learned so much more in the five years of tra- tracking than i have in hunting my whole life honestly right. Because, I mean, you just, you'll see things, and which my husband says I'm obsessed with it. He's missed you. Not everybody would be obsessed with it with you like you are. They're not going to set up and study that track all night long after you've done Mr. Deer or something, you know. Right. But, I mean, and it does get obsessive. I mean, and like I said, the first year, there was a lot of hurdles to cross, and I thought I had to go on every one that everybody called me on, um, and I thought I had to go right then, you know. And I was setting myself up for failure and the dog up for failure because I felt like I had a lot to prove to everybody because they was already looking down at me because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I thought I had to go do everyone I could, no matter how long it took me, no matter whether it was right or wrong. And, you know, and then, and then the second year, I was like, you know, I, I did that to myself, you know, because I right. thought I had something to prove to everybody. And, and not only with the hunters did I have a lot to prove, like I felt like, but a lot of the male trackers. I mean, I had a lot of trackers that tried to set me up. What What do you they, mean? They would they would only track that they wouldn't take because they knew the deer wasn't recoverable. Mm-hmm. 
um, they would call me and send me on it, and they, they knew I was going to go, you know. But a lot of the, there's some male trackers that have a very <laughs> jealousy problem. Uh, uh, a really? woman shouldn't be doing this. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. Hey, Bestie, yes. it, it, it's Jim. Uh, hey. How, how many how many tracks did you do your first year when you got started? Uh, oh, my first year, probably 75 or so. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. You didn't even get to hunt that year, did you? <laughs> I, well, I didn't. I hunted two days last year. Is all I got to hunt last year. I go and and now I go on anywhere from two to three a day during rifle season. Wow. Yep. Well, the, yep. your first year out of those seventy-five, how many was recoverable? Mm, we probably recovered thirty-five that year, which About which half. was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, but in my eyes, it wasn't. Right. Well, but, too. I mean. <clears throat> You know, it was like, um, you know, and, and say, like, see, a lot of the other trackers that had already been into it didn't know me, you know. Right. And, and then you got a, a female coming in, and, and and I knew Copper was outstanding. Like I said, I mean, him just wasn't G-hauling yet, you know. We just still had to get our stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then they was like, oh, well. I don't know about that girl. I think I don't think she knows what she's doing. She, and, and I and like I said, I mean, Copper's taught me a lot, right. a lot, a lot. Right. You know, and that's why I tell my husband all the time. I, I owe it to him, to my husband, for putting up with my craziness and for Copper teaching me the craziness. Right. Because <laughs> hmm. it sure gets crazy. Oh, I bet it does. I bet it does. Oh, it does. But like, um, let's see. Well, Monday night, mm-hmm. we, you know, I, I told, I messaged you to see if we was going to do that. Right. And then um, we went off, went on a track and that joker was still alive. He shot him in front of the brisket in the front part. I mean, an arrow just literally went right straight through his chest and come out the other side. And we jumped him and we run him and we jumped him and we run him six miles total. Yeah. And uh, finally I, he hit the um, Bear Creek up there and, uh, I told him, I said, that's it, boys. I said, the game's over. He said, yeah. well, what are we going to do now? I said, well, unless you got a boat in your pocket, we ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> you weren't ready to go said, for a night swim, were you? Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I have. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I have. But yeah. uh, that, that that water was rushing pretty good. I was like, unless you got a boat in your pocket. I said, <laughs> you know, and that, that plot dog of mine, Sue, she's um, – like I said, Copper's a little bit petted and spoiled. Right. He he's been swatted at and gored a few times, so he's a little more cautious. But right. now she, I actually stabbed three last year that she was holding that bucks that she would hold. Dang. She'll grab him by the nose, and I mean she's a beast when. Well, she game, ain't she? Yeah, I just slide in there. Well, I mean you, because I, I I had to weigh that out. I'm sitting there thinking, would I rather get gored or? dude back here that doesn't miss the shot yeah <laughs> shooting around my dog you know <laughs> <laughs> i gotta kind of weigh out the odds <laughs> so i was like hey you just stay right here and hold my backpack let me get this <laughs> heck yeah well, Misty, when when uh copper uh finds the deer does does usually just kind of bay like a like a coon dog trees a coon or he does he does just gives mouth when, or when he does when he he'll go through there and when he hits a good scent he'll do like what we call a locate yeah and then as if that he'll cold trail it just like till he gets to where and then if he bumps it if it's alive and he bumps in it'd be just like like a deer dog running a deer right and then when you can always tell people say how do you know what he's doing i was like look i've been with this dog so many hours i I can tell he's looking right at him he's looking at it right you know but yeah he'll and then like if he finds him 
laying there dead, right. he'll do two locates and a long ball. Oh, okay. okay. And then he'll be sitting right there on that deer when you get there. Yeah. Do you yeah, uh, do you use one of the GPS tracking collars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I that's... do. I use the Garmin Alpha. Yep. I wouldn't look, don't leave home without it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't, um, you know, copper, I mean, they're all tone broke and stuff like that, but, um, but you're not going to lose copper, but now these younger dogs, you know, but, you know, you, you always want to know where they're at. Oh, like, yeah. West tells me all the time, he said, I don't know why you spent that kind of money on that thing, and you're <laughs> right there with him. I said, well, sometimes he'll get. They can get away. Yeah, and say copper was born with a bad back leg, mm, and mm. Um, everybody's like, is that not slow him down? I was like, no, the other night when we was running that one, uh, he was running 17 mile an hour. Wow. On the Garmin. <laughs> yeah, I, said, moving on. I said, do you think that, yeah, I said, do you think that hurts his back, that back leg? No. <laughs> <laughs> he got that deer on his mind. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, when you're they, doing, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Misty. Uh, they were in the, the Alabama Outdoor News Magazine. Mm-hmm. They're in the November edition, actually, this month. Okay. Um, where Copper had, a little boy had shot his first rack buck, and Copper just knows. He knows he knows his hunters. He knows, you know, uh, he knows when he gets out of the truck, it's all business. He's not to be petted, not to be loved on. But when he goes and finds that deer and comes back to you, he is your best friend. He right. wants you to rub him and love him and, and tell him how great he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> he is something. I don't know what I'll do when something happens to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. I wouldn't even worry about it right now. <laughs> um uh, you don't have to worry about uh, one of your dogs when you're tracking, jumping a live deer. I mean, uh, uh, just crossing a track of another deer or anything. Do you? I've had hunters. Uh, I've had hunters be just amazed sitting there. They'll be working the track and a buck jump up and you know take off with them, you know, in front of us or whatever, and them never even pick their head up. Wow. No. That's they awesome. they run so many wounded ones. They don't want to run them live ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Seems like they know. Copper, don't they? especially. Yeah. All they, yeah. Now, uh, one time, Sue, when I, the first track I put Sue and Copper out on together when she was still training, mm-hmm. she did do that and she got scolded and tied to the tree the rest of the track. And she's never got sideways on me since then. Right. Well, what's yeah. one of the craziest hunts or tracks you've been on? Scariest, craziest? What's one of the ones you've been on that's Whoa. just, you can't get out of your mind? I go on them about four or five of my, uh, a week. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I guess I guess the the some of the most the ones that I worry about the dogs and stuff the most is in the bankhead. Honestly, right. I hate tracking in the bankhead. I mean, I don't like um, even even our garments sometimes will lose signal over there off mm-hmm. and on. And even though you know in your heart you know Copper's going to find his way back to you, but it's still, you know, what if he runs off a bluff? What if he, you know, um, I lowered some of my most, I, I could keep you on here all night telling you some of the most. <laughs> right. And, and, and for our listeners, we got some listeners that are, you know, not just from here. There's, we got some listeners that are from, you know, other countries. But uh-huh. uh, for, for them that don't know Bankhead, Bankhead National Forest is actually a true wilderness area. So, I mean, oh, it, it, it is huge. <laughs> so, I mean, when she's talking about, you know, worried about, you know her dog and losing gps signal that's how big it is yes. you know a lot of people don't understand you know that's a global positioning system that gets lost in the bank right uh, it's scary yeah. I mean, it's, the mountains are so um, big i mean there was hills and, and hollows and, yeah and when i go over to the bank head to track and i you know like i said I, a lot of the hunters don't end up with us at the end of the tracks 
I tell them, say, look, if you can't hang with me, we're not going to start this. We're not going because mm-hmm. you're not leaving me in there by myself. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, I, you know, uh, if I have to grab you by the hand and drag you, <laughs> you you're going to go with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, it does. I mean, it's just a slight turn and and you always have them what ifs, you know. Anything can happen. Um, you could fall. You could fall. In, I oh, mean, yeah. you could fall in an old well back in there. Yeah. Or yeah. Or, or have a, a dead tree fall on you. I mean, anything can happen back well, in see, there. And the the main thing that my husband he worries about. I have epilepsy, mm-hmm. and so I don't even drive. So he drives me everywhere on his tracks. Was he? He puts up with my craziness, <laughs> and and he he tells me all the time. So Mister, I don't, don't like you running off out there just you and the dog. You know, he's like, I wish that, you know, you at least make them stay with you. Well, you can't sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's right. like, you know, what if you get back there and have a seizure or something? I was like, well, it'll be all right. <laughs> does, does, the, does the lights and all affect you any? It does. It mm-hmm. does? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's, yep. it's probably just best if you had just one light then, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. And say, and during rifle season, we do all of our tracking at night at, right. during rifle season. Um, And I honestly, I don't like for more than one person to go with me during rifle season um when we're tracking with a gun because mm-hmm. there's been other uh trackers shot there's been dogs shot and you just don't ever know you got a group of people walking behind you and even though you might have told them all to clear out their pockets and leave their firearms at the truck you don't know who might be a little bit of a scaredy cat <laughs> and might still have their pistol on them you know right and you know something jump up and scare them and there goes you or your dog or whatever. Right. You know, you never know. So, I, I mean, but like I said, it's it's very, I'm going to say probably only 35% of the hunters are with me at the end of the track. Right. But, that, what, my, the, the funniest thing is, though, when they call you about this monster buck, you know. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you got to get here now. He's a monster. He's a right. monster, okay. You get over there, and at the end of the track, you know, and the hunter's not with you, and you have to dispatch the deer or whatever. And right. then the hunter gets over to you, and you got this spike on one side and a three point on the other. Then <laughs> he says, "That's not my deer." Yeah. Like, it is now. Yep, he is what, now. It is what, now. That's what's at the end of the trail. <laughs> yeah, that's not my deer. Yeah, hey, that happens more than you think. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. I've seen that. I've seen that too many times. Oh yeah. yeah. Listen, that's not my deer. I'm like, well, then somebody's out here poaching your deer. Somebody, boy, this is shoulder fall off. Yeah. Oh, Lord. that's so funny. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Boy, can't make like, that up. No, you can't make that up. I tell you yeah, what, they will. Oh, they will. I'm like, <laughs> or, or I'll walk back to him, you know, dispatch it, and walk back to him before you say anything. <laughs> that's a spike. <laughs> well, I, I, I know this. I know this is about you right here, but Misty, this this podcast. But I'm gonna tell you a quick story about that. Uh, we were in a hunting club years ago. I was a teen. I was barely a teenager. And um, we were in Opelika down in Lee County. And uh-huh. one of our members, he, he shoots a deer. And uh, my dad was the president of that club, too, at the time. So this guy shoots a deer, and he comes back up to camp because we had restrictions on racks. And right. uh, he says, it's the biggest deer on the property. You know, we go over there. <laughs> we go over there, and there's bone everywhere. Daddy says, you shot this guy, this deer right here in the you know shoulder and the leg. And he goes, no, I made a good shot. Well, needless to say, the deer made it to the next weekend. When we come back, some house dogs are running it. Well, uh, we go down to the creek, and the dogs have him baited in the creek, and the deer jumps up. I end up killing the deer, and we get him, we get him up, and it's just a little basket rack seven pointer. And but my dad get to the guy, you know, found the guy and said, "Well, here's the biggest deer on the property, I guess, you know." 
So it, it, it was one of those it was one of those scenarios where it shrunk really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But me, but oh, me, yeah. me and Lil' Kid, that was my first deer, you know. I mean that was right. that was better than the Milo Hansen book to me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now last year we had a, a guy call us over and he was from Hamilton was it Hamilton Hamilton. And uh he'd shot shot a pretty good buck with a bow. Mm-hmm. And um, we went down there and put them on there. When we first got there, Copper was doing that little thing like he just really wasn't interested in the track. But I kept him, I kept moving him because I kept thinking, you know, I knew the deer was hit, but I don't, I didn't think he was fatally wounded. Mm-hmm. So we went down there a little bit and he jumped him up in the creek bed. And Copper will not cross a main road, okay, like a paved road. If he comes to a paved road, he'll stop and wait for me. That's a smart dog. Yeah, he, um, I don't know if he's been nearly run over or something before or what, but anyway, he jumped that deer up and run him up through there. And that boy's like, are you sure he's on that deer? Are you sure he's on that deer? I said, I promise you he's on that deer. Well, Copper was a little bit far ahead of me when I seen he crossed the road. And I thought, that rascal just crossed that road. He never does that. Well, when he crossed the road, he was on some other people's adjoining property. Mm-hmm. So I toned him off and we went up there and asked the neighbor about crossing over and, and, um, um, you know, putting the dogs back on where he stopped and see if we could find this deer. Well, we, he said, yeah, that was fine. Well, we put him back on there. Well, he run him off on some other people's property on the backside. So I told that hunter, I said, okay, let's just stop right here. I said, because I know the deer's alive, and I know he's, you, you'll probably see him back on camera. He said, okay. So we stopped and went up there, and we was talking to the neighbor. Well, the neighbor had that same deer on his camera, he was standing over where the hunter was at during the day and over on this other guy's place at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they was joking about, you know, well, we'll see which one gets him next year, gets him, you know, blah, blah. Right. Well, three, three or four days into bow season this year, the hunter messaged me, said, look who I found. And he, he drilled him this time and he shot that same deer right nearly out of the same stand. And he, he he finally killed him this That's year. That's awesome. That's awesome stuff right there. <laughs> I was like, that is, I said, that you tell me that wasn't God saying, hey, this boy deserves this deer. <laughs> right. That's, that's was, good stuff right there. Yeah. That's, um, we've had, well, I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's very um, uh, rewarding to get, you know, I've been nearly hugged. I mean, I've been nearly kissed by strangers, hugged, and I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you better you better carry your husband, will you? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like oh, I mean, yeah, you kind of just back up behind the trees, like here's your deer, but don't yeah. don't do nothing okay. crazy. Kiss my dog, don't kiss me. <laughs> I kiss my dog, you done it, not yeah. me. <laughs> That's right. Because they right. will they will get excited. Oh, I imagine so. I mean, it's, it's no, very emotional. Better, yeah. Nothing's <laughs> right. better than a kid, you know. To, to see that look on their face, you know, when you've just, especially when they got them a good buck laying there, you know, um, when they, they wouldn't, you know, they, they was, they was already set up for thinking heartbroken, you know, they weren't going to ever find their deer. And then I told Copper, I was going to get him a Superman cape. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Start wearing these, uh, deer tracks and come out like Superman's there to save the day. <laughs> right. Let's, let's get back to, um. Let's get back to the gut shot deer. How often is will you find a gut shot deer? A gut shot deer is always a dead deer. Okay. If 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 the hunter goes in there and they know they make it made a, a gut shot, 
leave that deer alone. If it, that deer is going to go 150, 200 yards and bed down, mm-hmm. when if they'll leave him alone, if we, you know, that dog's going to go right straight to him the first place he beds down. Right. But if they go to bumping him, he's they're going to bump him and bump him and bump him and just like the one I told you I got to go one in the morning. Right. They've done bumped him out of five beds and right. they've done went nearly a mile with him. So when if they that, left him alone, he'd have still been laying right there in that first bed. So so when they bump him that many times, or if they, if they just bump him once, what's the odds of you finding him? Uh, if they bump him once, you still got 75, 80% chance of finding him. But my, Copper, he is, he is a gut shot. He's a gut shot specialist. I guess that's an extra scent they put off, you know, the smell. Mm-hmm. And he's he'll throw his head up on a gut shot one and wind it and go right straight to it, ninety five percent of the time. Right, yeah. My dad, I was telling you that my dad Monday he he was at our hunt club in Bibb County, and uh, he had his crossbow and he shoots a a really good buck, and he walks up to the walks up there and finds a you know his air his bolt and it was covered in you know green slime, mm-hmm. so he calls he calls one of his friends. And uh, that, you know, the club next to us, and he come, what did he tell you? He come the next day or something? He said he had come, yeah. he said he had come, you know, that night. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, the deer kind of jumped right when I, you know, loosed the bolt. And, and uh, I told him, I said, I'm pretty sure I hit him back. And, I, you know, when I recovered the arrow, I, I knew I did then. And, uh, but anyway, he said, well, I'll, I'll wait about five or six hours and come over there. And I said, in five or six hours, I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> I said, I said, how about first thing in the morning? He said, that'd be even better. He said, "Yeah." Uh, well, I mean, just, you know, to let everybody know that listens, what you said just before I'm telling my story uh, is true. Yeah. As the best thing, when you realize that you've made a bad shot, don't Back even – yeah, don't even go after that deer. I mean, yeah, uh, we we had a guy the other night lost a a good buck, a yep. good buck because he he had now he called and we was we hot shot feed and we was out in Gunnersville. I told right. him I said let me go home and get the dog stuff. I said just let him let him be. Yep. Well, he went and got six or eight of his buddies and they went there and fanned oh, out. That ain't no good. And it's that's contaminated the crime scene, you know. Yep. I mean, Copper tried, bless his heart. He tried to work it out, tried to work it out, but he just could not straighten that out because yeah. They're, yeah. they're like, well, we didn't see no blood, and I, I had to hammer into their head. It ain't the blood. Yeah, it's not right. the blood. You're you're tracking that scent everywhere, and everywhere you walk, and then back up, and then I said, you just, I mean, I mean he, and he did. He lost. It was about a 12-point buck over there wow. that he lost, that, uh, all because he wouldn't listen. Yeah. Well, that deer, you know, you know, that deer that I shot actually is the best deer that I've killed in Alabama, you know, with, with a bow, bow. Yeah. with a bow or crossbow, either one, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I've killed a lot of deer, but this, this was the best. And, you know, when, when Ashley brought his dog over there the next morning, uh, that dog got out of the truck and he smelled that deer immediately, oh, yeah. you know, and I told yeah. him, I said, that dog smells that deer. He said, how do you know? I said, the deer's in that direction i said you know that's the dog kept wanting to go he said well you know he suited it up and got everything ready to go and he walked out there where i shot the deer and the air sticking up in the ground and uh, because i marked where the deer was standing and the deer i mean the dog kept going way over past behind there he said why does she Mm -hmm. keep going over there and i said i picked the air up over there he said well that's what she smells you know Mm -hmm. she smelled where the air was in the ground but anyway 
I'll try right. to make, make it short because it, this is all about you but and, and the dogs. But people have got to learn. If, yeah. You, you they got to let the dogs do the job, you know. Right. And see, that was, that was another thing my first year is, you know, like I said, I felt like I had to, had so much to prove and all that is, and man, Copper still wasn't June and hauling all the way, you know. Right, I was, right. wasn't totally trusting him. And if the hunter told me, well, no, he didn't go that way. He went that way. Yeah. Well, I pulled Copper off and make him go that way. We ended up losing that deer. Yeah. And. But now my theory is if I get there and that hunter says that dog's not going where that deer went, I'm going to tell him and say, look, I'm fixing to load my dog up. We're going back to the house because obviously you didn't need me. Yeah, that's right. You know, if, you know, and now if, if Copper says he's in that tree, yep. if, he's, if he's climbed that tree and he's in that tree, we're going in that tree. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say against him no more because I did do that. I was bad about that. Mm-hmm. But this, I was bad about that. Right. You know, this his dog uh, never barked. Not one time, you know, he had the collar on and we just mm-hmm. followed, you know, the dog, the signal. And uh, it, it was amazing. We were walking. There was not one speck of blood that human eye could find. And right. we were walking down through there and, and he said, she's got the deer. Said, uh, she's standing in one spot. You know, she's yeah. been there for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, they and, will. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what's amazing about this whole thing. And uh, I said, wow. And we start following you know the GPS trail on the on the device, and he looks down. Right. And he said, "Look right here, Jim. There was two specks of blood. I guarantee, you if a person would, you, you could have had fifteen people out there would have never found that." Right. No, and see, like on my Garmin, when I watched like the other night when they was trying to bay that one up. Right. You can see them. You know, Copper make his loop around the deer. Yeah, you yeah. Can see on my Garmin where they was trying to bay him. Yeah. I mean, which I knew what they were doing because I knew you know what was going what on. Was happening. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, the hunter's standing over me going, what's that for? What's he doing? <laughs> I'm like, hush, I'm trying to listen to my dog. That's right. Because right. really, we we listen to ours. I mean, I go by my Garmin. Right. But really, and my husband, he's more of an expert on the, of what they're doing as far as, is, you know, making noise and stuff than what I am because exactly. he's done it, you know, all of his life. Right, but, right. Um, but, you know, now I've learned to read them too, and here, you know, oh no, he's no, he's looking right dead at him, you know. Right. <laughs> and then, and then that little night, that guy said, "Well, what makes you think that?" And about that time, we heard Copper squeal, and I said, "Well, he just swatted at Copper just then." <laughs> That's funny. Wow. But and I, they will. He'll sound just like you stuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you just spotted at him, you know, you thought <laughs> well, you beat him with a stick. <laughs> but I tell you, you know, people like you. Uh, that that's an art of what you do, and uh, I love it. And you know, it, you get a thrill out of it. I know better than hunting, and yeah. But you know, people that's listening that has never used a tracking dog, they need to try it just one time. Oh yeah, and, and see, a lot of the trackers don't like as well. They don't like a dog that opens on track. Right. But mine will sing you a song. They'll, they'll <laughs> tell you everything that I mean. I bet you that. We said, oh, they, they got everybody in the neighborhood woke up over here. <laughs> the other night we was in Cabo. There was a subdivision area, like, and I had that one of the young pups with them, with the mama that's a plot. Right. And, boy, they were just making some racket. And he, said, he said, you got everybody in the county up <laughs> over here now. <laughs> I said, well, at least they woke up to something uh, entertaining. There you <laughs> go. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But, yeah, it's definitely very rewarding, very um See, I, I'm I'm not big on cold weather. You know, I was right. born in Ohio and raised in Kentucky, but I still don't like cold. So right. is that why you very, moved to Alabama? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That cold. 
it, this is better too because you know I can get up moving around and I'll come out of the woods half time during the winter time just t-shirt on my you know coveralls and stuff you know right. my burning up right and well it's like ain't no one you can stay sick all the time like, well, <laughs> try running after that three-legged dog and you'll you'll get hot too that's right <laughs> you know it, it's something you said a while ago i was sitting here and i've been thinking about it the whole time you was talking about uh different shot placement and stuff people say yes i you know i know i shot him right behind the shoulder oh, yeah. and all this you know and you said well you know at the end of the at the end of the the track. track you know you don't find the deer and they say well that dog just didn't know where to find that deer and you said oh, no yeah. you're gonna exactly. get the deer back on camera you will not right. believe how many people i've seen with deer oh, yeah. with a with a hole in their side shot oh, yeah. with a bow i'm talking about a two inch rage or swacker or yeah. whatever mm -hmm. i yep. mean there's deer can survive hey, i've got i've got a whole album at home of ones <laughs> that showed back up on camera yeah but i, I probably probably the best yet that I, I had one guy three different times in mm -hmm. one season call me. He shot three different deer's tails off. Oh, <laughs> I promise you. He needs to go the to the range, time, don't he? Yeah, the first time, Wes wasn't with me when I went over there. And we went that night and tracked it the night before. And right. the dogs kind of act weird about it. But they just, you know, so I told Wes in, in the morning, I will come back over in daylight. I, I want to see something's not right about this. Hmm. And uh, went back over there the next day, and I walked out there and I seen that deer tail laying there, and I was like, "No way!" Oh my god! I picked that up and I sent Wes a picture of it, and I said, "Wes, what is this?" Well, he said, "Well, if you don't know what that is, then you need to quit tracking." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "What about me?" I said, "What about the guy that shot the tail off?" What about, about me tracking? What about <laughs> the guy that shot the tail off? You know, and he done it two other times. Wow. You know, we've had our cameras out in the woods before and seen deer with no tails. I that, guarantee that's what's that, happened. That oh, I guarantee been ha you. What happened? I'm telling you. I guarantee you. And a lot of times they'll say, oh, no, that's front hair. You know, with the brisket. <laughs> no, it's, it's a tail. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. The first one was a dead giveaway, though, because it had the bone in it and all. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like a mule deer running around the woods. I told and... him, I said, the little guy was from up north, and I was giving him you know, a rough way about it you know yeah. i told him i said i don't know about y'all up north but uh i know we shoot right here and i said, <laughs> shoot the deer. And I said but since you're having such a hard time just always remember that a gut shot deer is a dead deer that's right if you can be patient just shoot him right dead in the middle of the body that's right <laughs> call me in about six to twelve hours and i'll come find him, for find you. him for you. that's right <laughs> that's awesome i you like just it leave, just leave him alone you know yeah yeah leave him alone yep, yep. Because, like uh, or, you said, he's not going to run but about 180 yards. So Right. And, that you know, that's what I tell them all the time, though. And like I said, I was guilty of it the first year. But now I tell them, say, look, a dead deer's not going nowhere, and a wounded deer's not going nowhere if you're leaving them alone. That's <laughs> true. That's right. That deer. They will be right you know, where you left them. Yep. Again, you know, just for the listeners, uh, what you said a while ago, you know, I can back that up with my experience. That deer went probably 200 yards. First bed, he died. Yep. I mean, you know, they will. They, uh, and it was deer goes in there in beds, and that's where they're going to be. When you'll you find that there the, yep, yep, that's exactly right. I and mean, this one was a true gut shot. It was. Yep. It, it went. It got. It got barely just a little bit of his liver, but it. It was. It didn't even leave any blood. I mean, right. it right. was. It was. It was definitely gut. You know. Uh, you, you feel like when we talk to the hunters, feel like we're asking them their life history. You know where they <laughs> think they hit him, and blah right. blah. 
and you know we've had you know some of them will get kind of antsy with you and i'm like oh, yeah. well, uh, what i'm trying to uh, what i'm trying to gather here is do we need to come now and and run him yep or do we need to let him lay yep what do we you know um i, I know you've seen randall yoder on um on the deer hunting pages calvin yoder and all yep. them yeah we me and randall went on a two-day escapade on his uh little buck he killed last year we we crossed property lines and we had to pull out because we they got off off the property and we had to wait till the next morning and get um get permission to go on the property right and and you could tell randall was skeptical he was like ah you think them dogs will pick back up on that in the morning i said if they don't i'll eat them <laughs> and uh he said are you sure i said yeah i said you just get permission and, and tell me what time to meet you over here and, and we did we went over and, and dropped him out where we stopped the night before and they jumped him up and got him going again well we they was already he was he was about to give up he's like ah, he said, i don't think they're gonna wind him up he was shot between the knee and the shoulder wow so i mean it was kind of just uh, he, he'd already licked it and been in the water enough to where it was gray looking you know what i'm saying it wasn't even bloody right well. when we finally got him wound up but um I told him I, after we'd sat there and talked for a little bit, and they was decided we was going to call the track. And I told Wes, I said, just give me 15 minutes to go right back up there where we started from, where he bedded first, and let me put the dogs on it. If they don't do something there and see if we don't bump him again, then we'll quit. And Wes said, yeah, your 15 minutes will turn into two days. I know how this goes. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go up there and put the dogs out. Well, Randall was so he, – he really didn't think it was going to happen. I put, dropped the dogs out, and I heard Copper locate and heard Sue open, and it was the biggest commotion. And he, they run that book right between me and Randall standing there, and me hollering, shoot him, shoot him. He said, I ain't got my gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dang. But he, so he was, you know, he was almost positive we were going to bump that buck again. But that, about four more bays later, and we ended up putting him on the truck. Wow, that's awesome. That's it, great. It was, we, we have some. We always, you know, we might always show up at the track as strangers, but we always end up buddies when we leave, you know. Right. <laughs> Copper's got his own fan base. <laughs> oh, uh, yep. man. It's, it's, yeah, I, it's very... I told I told Ashley, I said, I said, uh, you know, I, I said, this is a good saying for people that attract deer, wounded deer. I said, uh, let him lay and get him the next day. You know, that's yep. something that people right. need to get in their head. Right. If, you know right. you're gonna use a use a dog cause yeah uh, those... i mean that's it makes it so much easier on the dog it makes it easier uh well i mean all the way around all the way you around know? Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it just you don't protect... and, and like i said not to mention you don't want to see the animal running around there falling in front of you and, and you know barely moving right um i'd rather walk up to them with their head away from, you know not looking at me you yeah. know what i'm saying bedded down and, and sneak attack you yeah. know i don't I don't like to see one just just for the game of it, I don't. I don't like that. That's you right. know, I like to make it as quick as possible, and uh, you know, get it over with. Not. Hello. I mean, I I enjoy hearing the dogs, but I don't yeah. enjoy it that much. That's right. Well, Misty, we've uh, ta- we've talked about about everything we I guess you could think of about this, but uh, you got to ask you this just just for listeners, and because there there's a lot of people want to know this and. Uh, I know my thought on it, and just give your thought. And 
you know, people's going to want to know, well, what do people charge to do this? And you don't have to, you don't have to tell what you charge, but, uh, we, I mean, we, we try to make it fair enough where, exactly. I mean, don't, don't hesitate to call yep. what I'm going to say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, we've, we've got, we track for dream ranch and high fences as well. So right. we're not doing it to get rich, That's right. but you know, we, we do try to cover our expense, that's, that's but exactly don't right. hesitate to call because yep. you know, if there's a problem, I'm sure we can work it out. That's exactly we, right. We can make sure that deer get wound up, and, you know, do our best to anyway. Yeah. And, it, and if I can't get to you, I will get somebody to you. Yeah. All right. Now you're you know, up, somebody you, local. Right. And you're up in Winston County. So how far right. out from Winston County do you travel? I we know Guntersville's a good track from there. So yeah, we do. Um, we we try to pretty much. And then I got a um, John Stevens up and he's up in Marshall County. He's got a couple dogs off my dogs that um uh, he try he tries to cover that area up there for me for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know I I we try to cover everybody we can. <laughs> we've had calls in Kentucky actually. Really? We've had, yeah, yep. That's we had awful. a call last year in Kentucky. Um. But you know, look at like you said, being it, statewide. <laughs> <laughs> we try to, um, we try to, you know, and like I said, if it's something that I can't get to, uh, I, there's other trackers that we know that's got, you know, good dogs that we would trust, you know, recommended them, um, somebody that's closer to them, you know, right. that can get to them. So we, we, us trackers, you know, we, we got our little group, we try to help each other, you know, right. um, you know, I, I've, go up there and cover them for john john will come back i mean just different you know we try to get everybody covered we can right there's very few that that um we don't get taken care of very few right well that's good that's good to know and that the only only reason that would be is like if it's a three or four day old track so right if if somebody wants to get in touch with you misty how do they get in touch with you um i've got the alabama blood trackers page okay or they can um my my uh, contact information is in the Alabama Outdoor News as well okay. on the tracking list. Mm-hmm. Or they can reach me at 256-620-6499. All right. Um, that's probably the best way to get in touch with me is, you know, calling, calling me. Because a lot of times on Facebook, sometimes it'll be on there. If I'm not a friend with them or something, right. it'll be back in my junk messages. That's I almost missed your message, actually. Right. <laughs> well, how? So, uh, give me that number again. Your cell phone. Two five six. Okay. Six two zero. All right. Six four nine nine. There you go, listeners. I I, I got your number, but yeah, okay. letting everybody else have it. Uh, All righty. But I tell you what, Misty, this has been fun, and I hope we get to do it again. And I, I'm right. I'm probably gonna call you right after Christmas, and uh, okay. we'll we'll touch base again and see what what's been going on with you because okay. this is That'll something work. a lot of hunters you know need to know and like to hear about, and yeah. and it sounds like you're pretty you're pretty famous, so. You know, we like talking to famous people. Yeah. <laughs> well, we like talking too. So there you go. That's great. Well, I sure, right. I sure hope y'all have a great rest of the season. I hope you get to do a little bit of hunting this year. All right. And I, you know, I hope copper stays good and healthy and and everything. All so right. and tell your well, husband, tell your husband Wesley, thank you for giving us a little bit of his time with you and okay. all. So and all uh, we'll, maybe we'll get to talk again later on. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Misty. Thanks, Misty.